Welcome to Cabin Minute Cast. The scenario has been chosen. The ritual has begun. We are ready to appease the old gods, one minute at a time. I'm Heidi Bennett of HeidiBennett.com. Hey, and I'm Molly Balin of LittleRedMark.com. And we have guests today, two prolific podcasters, hardened veterans of multiple Movies by Minutes podcasts, including Groundhog Minute and Indiana Jones Minute, to name just a few. Please welcome Sean German and Pete Mummert. Hey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sean's much more grizzled and hardened than I am, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, I would, I think we're gonna have to agree to disagree on that. But, uh, <laughs> but Molly, Heidi, thank you both very much for for having us for uh, yeah for what I expect will be a very exciting week. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> in today's episode, we're covering minute sixty four of the movie The Cabin in the Woods, and in this minute, Dana climbs onto the dock from her very traumatic ordeal, only to be faced with Matthew Buckner while the party at the control room gets crazy middle aged with some. <laughs> Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> oh man, middle aged. You know, there's just something about yeah. that that ring rings ugly to me. <laughs> Speaking of middle aged, it's it's really extraordinary to me that Dane is able to crawl up the side of this dock like with just her upper body. Yeah, like that's hard to do out of a swimming pool. Like after you've just had a nice twenty minute swim, that's phenomenal that she's able to do that. Yes, she it, definitely has some yeah, good upper yeah. body strength. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Pilates is paying off for her. <laughs> yeah, or maybe she's just in yeah. shape. All of us old people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's a reason that these movies like focus around groups of teenagers. You know, the middle-aged folks would have just been, all right, I guess, you know, yeah. I've had yeah. a good run. This is the end. <laughs> It'd be a very short movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A watery grave is mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'd be hard enough to get us all out of the house anyway. Like, Oh my God, for real. Like just going to a movie. It's like, I'm, I just to drive somewhere to sit down and watch something is just too much some days. So yeah, if actually makes yeah. it out of there and hoists herself on the dock. I'm like, girlfriend, you know, give you a gold medal. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I had some fun with the fact that REO yeah. Speedwagon was kind of kicks off in this minute. <laughs> mm -hmm. That was a great transition. Yeah, I like that transition, too, with the scream that kind of echoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you, it, the screen kind of you start to see pixels and you're like, hey. Yeah, I like that, <laughs> I like that too. Oh, I have to say, like, even before that transition, mm -hmm. I had a really hard time seeing parts of this movie. Hmm. Like, I don't know, just because I couldn't get my living room dark enough, but I was right. watching it through the day. But even with the blinds pulled, like, I could not see, like, this scene, I had a hard time. I could never tell which zombie was which. Yeah. They all are kind of um, a similar yeah. sepia tone. Does, so they does are it matter? Kind of hard to... <laughs> which one is which? <laughs> it's sort of a vague shape. Yeah. I got, I got to tell you right now, I have the same issue. I can't tell them. I don't know. Is that... It may not be politically correct to say, but I'll admit it. I, I can't tell them apart. So <laughs> if that's if that's key, maybe you just want to start and like record this without me. If if it's important to know one ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ghoul. 
I, I don't. I well, within the Ooh. minutes that you yeah. guys are going to be following along with us, I think we only won. So Matthew. It's just yeah. Matthew. So yeah. if you can just, just remember Matthew. Matthew. We've got Matthew minutes. We've got Matthew minutes. So there's Matthew. Is there like his mom and his sister or his wife and his daughter or who? I don't remember. I, I couldn't. I could tell apart Matthew and the little yeah, girl. Yeah, so Patience is the one, is the little girl with the, the arm missing. Yeah. And then Judah Buckner is the one that had the trowel and the overalls. Oh, okay. Dad dad was the one who was in the van slash Rambler that went under. Oh, okay, okay. Ma was, uh, Ma, I think it was the heavy breather on the window. <laughs> and she has, she has coals in her belly, which you can every once in a while get a little glimpse of the coals, hot coals pouring out of her belly, which is oh wow, the little, diff, little, she's got, that's her flair. Okay. <laughs> her <like> flair. <laughs> well, earlier in the, her in the signature style, earlier in the movie, one of the guys mentioned that these aren't representations of our primal fears, but these are the things that caused us to have the primal fears or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yep. So are, is he speaking only about the ancient ones below the surface or is everything like in these cases, like are the, are the Buckner family also part of the old fears? That's a good question. I believe so. I believe that everything is quote unquote reminiscent of the old. That's everything in our stable is reminiscent of the old world. Okay. So the creatures themselves were like, I guess, chilling at some point or reminiscent of the Titans or the ancient ones. Uh -huh. And so that's the whatever residual, I'm, my interpretation, but the residual fear and horror that we have as a result of those beings and some sort of, you know, collective unconscious memory of, of what those things are. Okay. Is there, is it ever, I, I, I'm having trouble wrapping my head around this movie for some reason. Yeah. Let's, so you're, <laughs> yeah, let's, you're, get, into let's get into it. So Pete, your history of the movie is you just watched it recently, right? Like three days ago. Correct. Okay. Yep. So yeah. What, what, and my wife told me immediately I am not qualified to discuss this movie on your podcast, so I apologize in advance. Oh my god, that's hilarious. She's a, she's a huge horror movie fan, and she's like, you are not qualified, you're gonna... <laughs> yeah, I think you're totally qualified for that reason, because it isn't, because you're coming into it, you know, as an outsider, so I think you're gonna have a, a fresh perspective. And I'm gonna get like a chain, like a big metal trap in the back, I think, too, but... Right. I'm, I'm Bear trying for that, back. yeah. <laughs> But so I, I, yeah, what? Go ahead. Tell us. Ask us anything. Tell us anything. So is there, a, is there a progression? Like how we got from the like when the old ones were on the earth? Was it just monsters and they had the whole earth, or was it like monsters and some people? That's a good question. See, or like how did we get from the monsters to the people? Mm. My interpretation of it was a little different than maybe Molly's, but I was just figured. That it's still the same kind of world that we all live in. Uh -huh. It's just that the old gods, which are the gods of like all different religions uh -huh. you know, or any type of spirituality from all over the world, uh -huh. that they have somehow at a certain point gotten to this place on the earth where they've demanded sacrifices. And so, you know, if you recall, the opening credits have like uh, 
some sacrificial stuff happening, sort of animated oh, kind right. of uh-huh. looks or uh-huh. not quite animated, but cartoon, you know, drawings, uh-huh. Uh-huh. kind of cave painting-ish stuff. So I just, I just thought of this as an evolution of those ancient gods still needing to be appeased in some way. And somehow there's a real direct from the director, you're getting like exactly what they need. You know, they need to things to be sacrificed this way. And, you know, for for the uh, Americans here, at least, it needs to be, you know, similar to a horror movie. So you want it to have some trope, also some surprises. You're going to have a Scooby type gang here that's, okay. you know, the virgin's okay. going to be at the end. So that that's how I interpreted it. So as far as that, goes and with the question you had earlier about, you know, them being the stuff dreams are made of or the stuff made of dreams or nightmares or however they put it. I just figured, yeah, it was kind of this, the collective ghost stories and monster myths and things all kind of put together. So if you go to, like, if you go to the Berlin one, you're not going to see the Buckner family. You're going to see like a Lorelei or you're going to, you go to Norway, you're going to see Odin or you're going to see. <laughs> exactly. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes more sense. That's why the one in Japan kind of had a Ringu sort of <laughs> uh-huh. vibe. I love to that it. one. Yeah. <laughs> so did, did did the one in Japan fail? Is that yes. considered a failure? Okay. Yes. So right now everybody has failed except for the U.S. So the U.S. So the is U.S. The is the last. Left. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. And is this the first time this has ever happened? I could. I, I'm trying to figure out. I'm sorry for all these questions. <laughs> no, no problem. It's just a perfect time to kind of recap what's been going on. So it appears to be something that over every year goes on. And how many uh-huh. years? I think a few minutes back, Hadley was saying something, you know, like, remember when we just used to, you know, throw a throw a virgin yeah, in a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think it, it's just, it's been going on forever. It's just that it may have gotten more formal over... Well, I guess my... I was more, is is this is the first time that it's ever been down to like one final chance? Oh, like everybody's failed question. and it's like, oh, hey, we've only got one shot left. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, they don't actually mention that. They just mention that they've gotten down to just a few mm-hmm. control rooms, but never just a control room. Okay. 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 That, that's, you guys are helping me. Thank you. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, these are great questions. So, yeah, so in this minute as we've as we've mentioned, we just get Dana escaping from the the water. She's climbing up, she's using using her core and um <laughs> pulling herself up onto the deck and then we have this cool <laughs> transition of her because she's she's laid there and she's gotten a, a couple breaths in and she's kind of, you know, <sighs> maybe i'm okay you know and then yeah well that's yeah that's all gonna get very heavy from the water and it makes it even harder to get out of the water she's got all of her clothes too like every item of clothing yeah like her shoes yeah, her even sweater. Her shoes. yeah. And, and then we get the we get the jump scare matthew comes up with his uh bear trap or snare trap that he's swinging yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes yeah oh i just love that we went immediately from the jump scare to like the middle age party scare. Like I love the, <laughs> like disorienting. The yeah. office party scare. That. Yeah. Totally. totally. Yep. <laughs> that's when one of the things that's that's pretty enjoyable about this is how they temper the horror mm-hmm. with the comedy. Mm-hmm. 
And I got a little kick out of it being REO Speedwagon because I definitely remember when that was popular. You know, like I remember this album oh, yeah. and all that stuff. And then I, I just looked on IMDb to see how often they have been used on uh, in other movies and TV shows, which was a ton. Like, mm-hmm. they're pretty popular. And sometimes it was just them using a song, like here, like they've used here, but then sometimes it was them performing, which I was kind of surprised how, how many times it was them actually performing. And one of them that stuck out to me was, I told Molly earlier, I was going to do a quick little six degrees of Mario <laughs> 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 Speedwagon, <laughs> because they... Uh, they performed on the newsroom, which is, you know, an Aaron Sorkin show. So, you know, Bradley Whitford connection there. I'm a really big newsroom fan. So I was like, I don't remember them playing. I was just Well, it said it. performance. So it said, so I don't know. Maybe it's time to revisit. <laughs> was it like a musical segment of the news? Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, it also said, so we've got the... Connection to Bradley Whitford, obviously, for the newsroom and West Wing and all that Aaron Sorkin goodness. And then it also said that um, it had starred Constance Zimmer, who was also in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which we've mentioned before. And then um, Patrick Fabian was also on that show, who's also was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and in Better Call Saul, which we've got our Michael McKeon Spinal Tap connection. Mm-hmm. So that's for Sean and I, since <laughs> yeah. we did Spinal Tap Minute. And then there was also David Kremholtz, who was in Serenity, another Whedon guy. Mm-hmm. And then Stephen Root, who was in Get Out with Bradley Whitford. And then Allison Becker, who was in Newsreaders with Alan Tudyk, who's also, of course, from, you know, Serenity, Firefly. And he uh, also we mentioned earlier in the show that Tim DeZarn, a.k.a. Mordecai, (laughs) was also in Newsreaders. He was also in Parks and Rec with Nick Offerman, and Nick Offerman is starring in the new Drew Goddard film that's coming out later this year. So there's my six degrees of REO Speedwagon in the (laughs) Newsreaders. Nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, what, what... what did you guys, Sean? You haven't talked too much yet. What's your take on this this minute or the movie in general? Well, this is you know this is a great song. Roll with the changes from uh, you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish, um, which which has appeared on numerous lists of worst album titles of all time. <laughs> yes, from 1978. Yeah, this is really great. As you mentioned, the the transition, the juxtaposition of the high adrenaline jump scare horror to the very benign office party mm-hmm. and and the premature uh, celebration that we see. You know, there's the, the, there's still a fight going on. Mm-hmm. We assume the end. It, you know, this, Dana's clearly outmatched. Don't expect her to survive. But mm. still... I think it's it's better work if you just keep your eye on the ball until till everything is over, just to be on the safe right. side. Yeah, and you. So you work in an office. <laughs> is is this anything like? Uh, does this look like your a typical office party? You know where you're you're at. The only thing I know about your office uh, is is the video that you made that you shared. <laughs> 
That was quite entertaining. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. Well, this is similar in that we do tend to uh, celebrate prematurely as well. <laughs> <laughs> though we, though we have, I, I will, I will say we have an excuse because I work. I'm a software developer. I work with software systems, and so that means we do we a lot of the work is ahead of time, just preparing. That I'm sure these folks have done a lot to prepare as well. But when it comes time to actually roll out a new version of the software or, or something new, we'll generally do it on the weekends when there are fewer or there's no one using the right. system. Because we'll have to bring it down to put in the upgrades and then bring it back up again. And it's the kind of thing where mm. we do it on a Friday night or Saturday during the day, and then we're done and we kind of celebrate. But we don't know if everything's going to work. We kind of <laughs> got to wait till Monday morning. It's like, well, when everyone shows up Monday morning and they turn on the computers and everything blows up, you know, or not, then, you know, that's when we find out if we did good or not. So, we kind of do the same thing where we're not, you know, we're not going to wait till Monday to, to, to celebrate. And we also alcohol in the office is uh, not so much a thing mm. anymore. You know, we're not in the, the Mad Men era. Um, we don't we're we're celebrating with with soda pop and, and donuts and stuff. We're not quite. Hitting it. We're not quite celebrating as much as these folks are. But the I don't know, our, I, I think my work is not maybe not as intense. Right. As the work that the folks here are doing, so I'll, <laughs> there, there were, you know, there are work hard, play hard crowd. We're a, you know, I, my office is more mm. like, eh, we work kind of hard, we play kind of gotcha. hard. I think it's, it's more, it's more our level. Um, so uh, it's it's similar, but I guess you know, it's it's for the movies. They've got to exaggerate for for everything. They take artistic license. But other yeah, other than well there's one so there's there's people with I'm assuming are beer bottles. There's one guy looks like I have it frozen right at 55 mm -hmm, seconds. So do I. <laughs> there's one guy he's like a bottle of vodka. Like that guy, he's ready to party. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> we're good. Um and I suppose I guess it's good that on the flip side that they're not watching this to the end. You know, they 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 have a job to do. And yes, some people are going to get hurt in the process. They don't have to enjoy that aspect of the work. They don't have to sit and watch what they presume is going to be the grisly end of, of Dana. It's enough that it's going to happen. They, mm -hmm. you know, you don't need to see it. You don't need to, you know, no one enjoys it. They just, it's a necessary thing that has to happen. They accept it, but yeah, they don't, they're all right. The The wheels are in motion. Things are going the way they should. And then we can look away. Although if, you know, mm. if you've watched any of the Bond films or Austin Powers <laughs> or anything like that, it's, you got to know, you don't look away. You got to, you got to stay till the end just to yeah. make sure because eh, sometimes things happen. But ne things have never happened before. It's always worked out um, up to this point. So I'm sure yeah, they'll be fine. Sure, everything yeah. will be just great. <laughs> and so, yeah. And then Molly, I think you said you had something a little bit about the this particular song or REO Speedwagon in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did a little poking around on the interwebs and I found an interview um, and, and I'll, we'll share it on our website, but it's www.axs.com dot com and uh the gentleman asked drew um who picked the song meaning this one roll with the changes 
And his quote was, that was me. I was playing with my shuffle, just looking for songs. And I knew I wanted something that felt like this is what adults would play at their cocktail party. <laughs> thinking that they're cool. You mean they're not? <laughs> 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 and he said, once I knew that, I definitely said, I don't know if I can make this movie unless I can get that REO Speedwagon song. So obviously they paid their sweet money to REO Speedwagon and uh, the rest is history. Yeah, good job. Good, excellent choice. I think it's really yeah. so yeah. such a silly song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yes. And and the whole time they're partying, we've got Dana and the monitors behind them. So it's just that <laughs> eerie thing of like this kind of, I don't know about you guys, like I've definitely gone to parties where somebody, you say, plays like a movie with the sound off, you know, mm-hmm. in the background just to be right. interesting or different. And it kind of reminds me of that. Right. Um, when I was in Florence, the locals took me and my, this was when I was in my early 20s, BT dub, and uh, we went to this it was a prison, a medieval prison. And it was, I mean, amazing on the inside, but they converted it into a club as they do in Italy. And they had projected <laughs> Mad Max beyond Thunderdome on one of the interior walls. And I was just like, this is heaven. This is the most amazing thing. But then I was also thinking, you know, from like that time travel perspective, like how weird to have been imprisoned and probably really, really unfortunate and horrific conditions. And now you've got, you know, a couple hundred years later, you've got all these like drunk, happy young people who are like partying in your prison now. So it's just funny how times change. But that's what I kind of felt like with this, the situation is that they've, they've projected this, you know, horror onto the wall and everyone's like, yeah, you know, we're, we're good here. We're just, let's, let's make a margarita and just kick back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, this is, this is interesting because I think this ties into a similar thing that we discuss on my podcast, Groundhog Minute, mm-hmm. uh, the Groundhog Day podcast, is sort of the banality of of every day, of whatever it is that you see around you all the time, that what is happening here to us is kind of extraordinary, but it's their it's their job. This is something that they, maybe not every day, but yearly or at some regular basis, they go through this process and what is happening to Scooby and Shaggy and the rest of the gang, they've all seen it before. <laughs> so it's it's not that interesting. Or yeah, it's just it's not it doesn't stand out to them. It's kind of like, yeah, if you went to a party and someone's just they've got a TV on with the sound down or they're projecting against the wall and it's an old movie that everyone's seen a dozen times that everyone's familiar with. You can Mm kind of look and, Oh, what's going on in that Mm -hmm. scene? It's kind of interesting. And then you look away. You don't need to see the whole thing because you've seen it. You've seen it all before. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 And, and that's kind of the attitude that they're showing that, you know, this is, it's Dana's first time, but for them, (laughs) It's just another day in the she's, office. She's the virgin of this experience. Yeah. They're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good point, Sean. A really good point. Well, yeah. I, I, you know what? I think it, it happens to, well, I won't, it I was going to say us, but I'll just say, I'll, I'll speak for myself and the listeners can, you ponder it and decide whether it applies to you or not. But I can take things for granted. I can lose sight of the extraordinary or the interesting that's around you just because it's around you all the time or around me all the time. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's nice to, Hey, look around with fresh eyes and be like, Oh, like just because this thing is here all the time 
doesn't mean it is not amazing, interesting thing. Right. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Any um, other questions or <laughs> observations anybody wants to talk about with this minute before we wrap up today's episode? I just wanted to thank Sean. Yeah. That was like a really beautiful yeah. sentiment. And I was just like, oh my God, we really, you know, it's so interesting to have like, you know, different energy that you know you bring to each episode. And I, and I'm just totally in this very immature, childish <laughs> kind of mood right now. And you were like dropping some truth bombs and I'm like, holy shit. Like this is really, no, yeah. it's just a really beautiful yeah. sentiment. Well, so it was really, it, it was be when I was preparing just before we came on, I was looking at the lyrics to roll with the changes mm -hmm. And I think it's really fitting and it kind of sets things up and, and maybe it was just, oh, they thought it was kind of a square song that'd be ironic, kind of funny to, to, to fit in. But I think there, there are some interesting things mm -hmm. that kind of fit in with this particular movie. One of, one of the, mm -hmm. the verses is, so if you're tired of the same old story, oh, turn some pages, I will be there when you are ready to roll with the changes and you know, it was kind of like, Oh, mm. like this is not the same old story. We're, we're turning some pages, <laughs> you know, just thinking of it as, as a horror movie that uh -huh. there's some, there's some changes coming. Well, one as a horror movie, obviously this is not, I mm -hmm. think we know even up, even at this point that this is not your run of the mill slasher flick, modern horror movie. But then even for, so that's for us, the audience, for these characters, for these folks that are in their office and they're celebrating their successful rollout of, of their next great project, there's, you know, pages are turning. There are some changes coming. Are they going to roll with them? <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's yeah. the question. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Or they're going to roll over yeah. and die. Yeah, you've got to learn to roll with the changes. Be, so I thought so. this was like a very appropriate song for, you know, for this movie in general, but this particular mm -hmm. week, like this is, this is like the best week. I didn't, you know, it, it, I didn't, I wanted to be on the show. I wanted to talk with you guys, Molly and Heidi and, and Heidi, we've got, you know, podcast history behind us. So I'm, I'm very glad to join you. Mm -hmm. And I think if you had asked me like, oh, pick your minute, you can have any week or any minute you want. I would not have known what right. to pick. But if I had known, this would have been the one because this is really, this is where the changes come. This is, yeah. this is why this movie is interesting. What happens, yeah. mm -hmm. what, what, what's starting this minute, what's mm -hmm. coming up. I don't want to say too much, but roll with the changes. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking too. of rolling with the changes, <laughs> yeah, let's start rolling up this minute unless there's anything else anybody wants to add. All no, right, cool. That's all I so got. yeah, um, why don't we go ahead and get get your plugs, um, Pete? What are you up to these days, and where can people find out about it? I just finished a podcast with my friend Sean German and CD DeGuardia called Christmas National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Days, and Molly, you were a guest on that too. <laughs> That was really fun to listen to. Um, I didn't get a chance to be on it because I was under the weather, but listening to your last few episodes where it's um, all a big mix of like a party, a Christmas party was really, uh -huh. really yeah, fun yeah, to yeah, listen Sean, to. Sean did a brilliant job editing that all together. Good job, Sean. Thank you. I, mm -hmm. I try. <laughs> and yeah, Sean, what, what <laughs> project do you want to 
plug today? Well, I I had a in addition to the the Christmas vacation, I had another podcast uh, finish up this past year, and that was Spinal Tap Minute. Hey, that I did with my wonderful co-host Heidi Bennett. Perhaps you've heard. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and that's still up. You know, we 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 finished that. We did every minute of uh, of that great movie, but that's still up there and available at SpinalTapMinute.com. So true. So true. That was so much fun. So, yeah, cool. And well, yeah, let's just wrap it up today. You guys are going to come back on Wednesday. So we'll we'll keep on moving, moving on. <laughs> um, I'm always laughing because it's so funny. Sean and I have done a few bonus episodes, you know, like after the movie. And we're like, oh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. And it'll be like 45 minutes later. We're like, oh, we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll take this little little lull here to say that um, you can find us at cabinminutecast.com and um, you can get to the subscription button. And of course, you can always go over to Apple Podcasts and give us a raving five-star review. We always appreciate those. And, uh, you know, you know where to find us. You know where to find us. You've been along with us this long. I think you know where everything is. Cabin Minute Cast will get you there. (laughs) So, yeah. And Molly, any parting thoughts? Well, thank you to Pete and Sean, who are going to come back around on Wednesday. And thank you guys for showing up today for episode 64. And we'll see you back at the cabin. 